Pavon Chagallo. Amazing to have you guys finally, you know, in person and podcast. You know, been wanting to talk to you guys for a long time. Thank an you, an honor, really thank an you. honor. Excited to be here. Thank, thank, it's great to sit here and talk with the legend. Thank uh, you so uh, much, man. Professor Crane. You Absolutely. guys, you guys are legends. You know, uh, you guys have been just doing such great work in the area, Capoeira, like over the years. And you know, I wasn't in it. You know, I was just, I just saw like the signage and I. I just saw in Eagle Rock in that area. I just mm -hmm. saw a thing. I knew you guys were doing good work without even knowing. Just I just saw it was quality, you know, and the thing was growing. Right on. And just seeing other capoeira, you know, other capoeira in different areas. I just saw you guys were professionals. And then when Quebrada came over and I started, you know, teaching here, and then I got to meet you guys and get to know you better. So exciting! Was, it was uh, really really cool. It was like serendipity. I was really happy to to have have him connect with you, mm -hmm. and then us be able to forge a relationship that's been so vital to not only our our growth but our professional development as well <laughs> we started back in 2005 yes and um it has uh it's been a, an amazing adventure 2005 for, actually like teaching our teaching own, teaching our own students ourselves and our, our own students in training our own it's been about 25 years right 25 years um Papa, you started you started with capoeira Started with Capoeira. I was a, a dancer you, before Capoeira. Okay. So. And you grew up in Glendale, right? That's a. That's I a, did. You're Brazilian, Brazilian from grew up in Glendale. Brazilian American grew up in Glendale. Um, just, I, I found Capoeira when I was in college. So I actually found it in the Bay Area, mm. and then when I came down um, after graduation and living there for a few years, I I continued training here. So that's how we met. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. when you guys met, you started Capoeira as well? Is that how it started? I had started Capoeira um, before. Actually, it started, I'm from uh, San Francisco. I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh -huh. And uh, I found Capoeira in the Bay Area first. Um, I'm an actor, so my mom actually found a Capoeira class that was for movement uh, mm. through the San Jose Civic Light Opera at the time. And um, I civic opera. Yeah, so it was like a movement class. Yeah, uh, yeah. for actors. For actors, <laughs> uh -huh. um, it was Mestre Vaquinho, uh, cool. uh, who is up there in San Jose. It was Capoeira of San Jose at the time, uh -huh. and uh, I started a program there, and um, then moved around. Graduated high school. You started a, a Capoeira program there. I started. That was training. my first. Gosh, sure, that training. was my first uh, mm -hmm. uh, time training Capoeira. Then I moved down to L.A., uh, trained a little bit in L.A. Uh, while I was here, and I moved to New York for my second year of college, and I joined uh, Capoeira Abada in New York with uh, Mestranda Ejna Lima. Ah, so I had my yellow cord in Abada um, before I moved back to L.A., found Capoeira Brazil, and that's when, I, uh, that's when we met. Yes. Okay, so you guys met down here. We met down LA. here, and it, I mean, it was at the time it was like Capoeira was just blowing up. Yeah. It was the early two thousands, and classes were you know fifty, sixty people, and it was amazing. Uh, the energy was phenomenal. Mestre Buneku, who's our teacher, Mestre is just he brings a lot of vibe. You know, you got to understand, like, just like his him, hand, right? Like, like <laughs> yeah. him, like like twenty years ago. I mean, even now, 
uh, imagine him 20 years ago. He was he was just yeah. a massive, energy and... you know, explosion of capoeira. He's, yep. he's, he's, he's an atomic so type we, of person. We were really lucky because that was kind of like a, a, a time period when all these really talented um, young adults came together mm. under Mestre Buneku's wing, and we built like a really solid, um, like old school crew. We're still friends to this day. Yeah. Everyone is like mm -hmm. super close. It's probably about 20 of us that are from the old school, still active, still training. I mean, everyone's had has businesses and babies and mm -hmm. families, but the infrastructure that he built, he he really taught us, Master Buenico taught us how to build community, community. through yeah, his vibe yeah. and his energy. And that like laid the foundation for what we then went on to build. Really how to hold it together, really how to like yeah. how to show up, be present. Be there for your friends. Be there for your your group. Um, he really put really instilled that in us. At a, so much and about, we were like yeah. all like in our mid twenties. So mm -hmm. we were all just vibing. We were going to auditions and trying to get Capoeira on the map. Yeah. Trying to be on um, whatever we could uh, as far as like um, promotional or, or television or film. Sean did a lot of a lot of commercials. A lot of um, we, we both did music videos, commercials. Videos, he did the Grammys with, with Gwen Stefani. I mean, just a lot of stuff back in the day, young 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 people in the Capoeira world when it was just huge. But I think for, for, for me, that time period really, really helped kind of solidify the importance of bringing people together in your, in your space, mm. um, creating a community that you can support each other when training and support each other outside of training. I think that that's something that we've tried to continue cultivating as as we build what we have now. So, yeah, like Mr. Boneco was he was big. You know, I, I lived in in Brazil in the '90s, and he was in some soap operas. Like, you know, they mm -hmm. were huge, right? They're mm -hmm. like everybody watches the soap operas, <laughs> and he he's in the soap opera, and uh, he was he was famous. He was super famous. Super famous. Yeah. Um, so going back, you're going through the tunnels, well, and a guy sees your shirt. Sees my shirt and. Again, I'm on the bus, so like this is just, I, I'm not expecting to talk and to anybody. How many millions of people and live in Rio? All the millions of people <laughs> that live in Rio. And, and he just came at me like, yo, you train with Mestre Boneco? Oh my God, I used to train with him back in 1990, whatever it was. I didn't, couldn't understand yeah. the, the number. Um, and I was just so kind of taken by what he was saying. And I was like, this is the most, most like authentic shit ever. Cause this dude on the bus, randomly like literally, <laughs> randomly, I was like, I'm in the right place. At yeah. that moment, I was like, I mean, before, but at that moment specifically, I was like, yo, this is this is and this was, is where I'm supposed yeah. to be right now. There were so many stories about, you know, like as a as a martial arts teacher, you you've probably helped thousands of people in your life, and and I know that, like for us, we've seen our teacher do the same, like really help build people's lives and give them, uh, I mean, and, and, even, and in Brazil even more, like pull people out of poverty. Mm -hmm. yeah. to, so th those elements of, of training capoeira or jujitsu or any art that really people have to struggle and fight for, those things are priceless. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's something we, that really- we were, we were there and we did a performance at a school of, uh, of the deaf and disabled. And it, they had an entire group in Rio. In Rio, yeah, it was amazing. And that was, um, I mean, we were you. It was so profound. emotional and and uh, and profound. You really saw that you know these the the the, the students that were there were so um, giving and just in love with being able to share this art with everyone else. That that was just 
we were all just in tears at the yeah. end of that. That was, and we were just like. So many memories. This, again, this is exactly where we're supposed to be. Yeah. That was kind of the feeling. Wow, wow, what an experience. What, what are some other like really great memories? Uh, how many times have you, got, have you been to Brazil? Uh, I'm gonna say five. Five I think, times. Uh, this will be our sixth time. We're gonna go in, uh, in uh, December. Okay. Yeah. We'll nice. What are some great memories you have? Oh my goodness. Brazil. Oh man. How about how about that holiday in the uh, at Praia do Pepe in Barra da Tijuca? Mm. <laughs> and there there another person like kind of came out of the woodworks. So like you know I'm one of Mestre Boneco's old students. Oh, when he did the head spin yes. and, his, and his head bullet. Yeah. He yeah. he was you know how the his head bled. Yeah. He got kicked in the head. No. No. He the was tile. so pumped that he's starting. He just jumps in. He starts playing. Goes down, uh, uh, they achieve a whole leg head spin, boom. On, right on in, those, on the, the, on the sidewalk, on the, the sidewalk, the, the, sidewalk. The, yeah. Oh my God, with, like, the, with the cobblestone with the, like, sidewalk. Cobblestone yes. sidewalk. Yes. On his <laughs> head? Yes. And my man stood back up, kept and it on was playing. Like, gushing. And, and fools grabbed him like, yo, yo, your head. And he was like, oh. Just the energy. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> he was hard too. Was was, like, oh my yo, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just was, been, it's um, been so many. Like I, I think on the, the beach uh, with uh, Mesetoni in uh, uh, in uh, in Lemi over in Lemmy. there. A lot um, of amazing memories. Was, a lot of a lot of uh, the ability like to a, exchange. Um, I think for for us, I know I'm speaking for both of us, but um, you'll probably agree. The the special thing about capoeira and training um, and going back to to Brazil to mm. really kind of immerse yourself a little bit more in the culture is the the true connection to mm. the history, uh, uh, the Brazilian history, this the history of the enslaved Africans that we have to always celebrate and yeah. uplift and recognize because it 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 is so much a part of our culture and our traditions. Capoeira is not it's very spiritual, mm. but it's not religious, right? It's spiritual because you can have any faith, but connecting to the roots in Brazil really changes the way that you see the art. It changes the way that you teach. It, it takes it, there's, especially when you work with kids, there's just so much folklore and love and energy that you mm. can, you, you take from, from being in, in the homeland and um, just feel blessed that we have that interconnection and are able to, you know, next year we'll take a bunch of students as well so mm. they can, they can feel that as well. Cause yeah. I think it makes a difference. It really changed my life being a young man and going over there and just yeah. being, you know, everybody's really serious here. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm too serious. And then just going down there, and you can't take yourself too, you know, too no. serious with, you know, just the culture. And Music's everywhere. Music's everywhere. Just the, the way people are, they're really open, and yeah. you know, and yeah. you know, we, we were on. Uh, Got a we smile, on. and you know, enjoy, enjoy life, right? Greet and, everybody. Uh, greet everybody. Yes. Yeah. I remember we were some. We were on um, uh, 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 another beach, and uh, one of our friends was like, "Look." Look at this beach. It's like there's like 200 black belts on this beach right now. Seriously, we're, we're, <laughs> like, it, was like it was like it's okay. Just chill out. It's all yeah. good. But you we're know, safe. You're, 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 not only are you safe, but 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 again, like saying taking yourself you know seriously. Um, uh, when you have a community of people that are that have uh, this so much talent, this this yeah. the talent pool is so is so strong. Yeah. Then um, then it, it, it you do you you humble yourself and you. And you're allowed to kind of relax. It's yeah. really nice. There's a lot of you know crossover, right, with jujitsu and and, uh, and capoeira people. Mm -hmm. You know, um, mm -hmm. I mean, like you're talking about Pepe Beach. You know, like that's you know I started jujitsu when I first went to Brazil in Rio in Baja. That's where I lived, mm -hmm. and I trained you know right there. 
you know, like two blocks away from, you know, from Pep, yeah, Pepe, yeah, Pepe, and 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 yeah, and it's like a central, the, yeah, you know, yeah. all the it's cool like people, right, hang yeah. hang out there, and you know, yeah. and so you all got the your little kiosk that you go to, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's everybody comes together, all the you know the who's who, and yeah. and uh, if it's jujitsu badasses or capoeirista, you know, badass capoeiristas or whatever, whatever, whoever at that time, you know. I love how fitness is like on the beach. And I mean, that's why Brio is one of the most amazing places to me because it's so ingrained mm. in the beach culture there. Anytime you look out the window, there's like hundreds of people just training different things. Yeah. CrossFit, capoeira, functional, functional training, jujitsu, yeah. prep, like fight prep, like, you know, bar. it's everywhere. It's <laughs> such a, it, it, it makes you happy. It energizes you and motivates yeah. you, like the vibe yeah. of the city. And I learned so much when I... I mean, like Rio de Janeiro, I think just from traveling around, just the city, the, how it is with the mountains coming out of the... Yeah. You know, you know, it's a city know, jungle. In the middle, yeah, yeah, jungle in the middle with these big old, you know, jungle mountains coming out of it with yeah. the beaches all around it. It's just yeah, like such an epic, yeah. beautiful city. Beautiful, and you know, there's yeah, people are always like, oh, concerned about the violence, but there's there's that everywhere. We have to yeah. take everything with a grain of salt, yeah. and we have to try to work to combat that, but celebrate the beauty and the and the culture and the traditions that that are very much you know, part of the city. And we try to, like, kind of circling back, always try to bring as best we can as mm. a gringa brasileira. Mm. I don't like that term gringa, but <laughs> as a Brazilian-American, right, I I try to bring that vibe as best that I can. Mm. And I know that um, Sean Chagado does as well, to, to try to transplant that energy into mm. the space so that people, they, they feel a little bit of it, like, you know, that friendly vibe, the the... the not that Americans are so different, but we're a little bit different, right? We're different. All the same, but different at the same time. And try to bring that really That's friendly awesome. energy, that ashe that we, we talk about a lot in, in Capoeira. Oh, we do our, space. I, I, love, I, like, I love to kind of collect art from... Uh, from Rio, and mm. that's what's all over our, our space, our space oh, yeah. as much, as, I, as, much yeah. as artwork that I can find in uh, a hippie. Different, uh, yeah. different spaces. I've got, I've got one art piece in my in my house actually. Look, it's like of Rio, and it's you know it's not high level, but it's 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 nice. Different colors, and yeah. it's like the favela, and yeah. have some of the, the yeah. viaducts, you know, through mm -hmm. the city oh. and the cable. You Lapa. Know, the, that's Lapa. Sort of, that's yeah. sort of what I look forward to. I'm like, I want to have some some more art pieces. I want <laughs> such a such a blessing. If that transmits the vibes. So. So how how did uh, how did you guys start your the gym and how did how did that get going? What was the idea? You guys are training. You guys are loving it. You're you know. You're, well, we I'm were helping. I'm sure teaching right. Yeah. In the, in the we we you know we gym. were we were before we took over and created Counterbalance. We were actually helping Mestre Boneco run CBLA mm -hmm. for many years because um, he would go and come from from um, Brazil and. That was in the mid city area, and then we were we ran our classes out of another gym in Eagle Rock. Started mm -hmm. started about two thousand five. So for like two two or three days a week, we'd be on the east side, and then the other two we would go back and forth. So every week two, two days, yeah, two, two days, two or yeah, three we, days out there, we, two or three days wow, here. Wow, right. wow. It was a lot of back and forth, and that was for years. That was for years so before yes. the before the gas prices uh, doubled <laughs> and tripled. I mean, even through that, we went down oh, one car. We got one car right now. Yeah. So. But you know, it, it got to a point. It was really weird. Right before the pandemic, um, we had been wanting to open our own space, and we'd been basically kind of partners, subletting, subleasing the space that we're in now. Um, 
the, the space in Eagle Rock went through a lot of different owners and manifestations, right? So, and we were kind of always there. We, we had the bulk of the programming. We had the bulk of the students and the clientele. And in the beginning of 2020, the end of 2019, actually, the, the woman who owned the gym was just like, you know, I'm, I'm going to move on. Um, I'm, I need to, I need to, it's just not quite, I'm not with it anymore. I need mm -hmm. to move on. Do you guys want to take over the business? Do you want to buy the business? We like kind of negotiated and, you know, the majority of the, of the infrastructure there, as far as like the, the clientele was ours already. So we're like, we know we can do this, but we're going to have to kind of step away from CBLA slowly, mm -hmm. which was okay because there was someone entering that vacuum. There was a, a Mestre Ache who was, mm -hmm. you know, transitioning to take more leadership position there. So it was, it was working out. And, um, we took over the gym, and then two weeks later, after signing a five-year lease, the the pandemic hit, and we we had to make a lot of, of adjustments. Right? <laughs> so luckily, we have, we have incredible timing. Yeah, right? it was an amazing timing. After so many years, we Heck decided to do it then. But what we were able to do is we did a hard pivot. We went to like twenty online classes a week. We went. We were at parks. We survived the pandemic, and we were able to thrive because we have such a phenomenal community. I, I will say, we we at the time were teaching um, at uh, uh, Cal Arts, um, California Institute of the Arts, for the theater program. Mm -hmm. um, so we were teaching Capoeira for the theater program there, and uh, Cal Arts gave us like they were like the the canary in the coal mine, right? They were kind of like they gave us the early warning signs. They were saying like something's happening. Uh, we are going to all have to you know, because this is a uh, major university, we're going to all have to switch to this online platform. It's called Zoom. And we were like, what is Zoom? And so once, you know, and this is like, you know, maybe two weeks before everything yeah. started to go down, you know, roll downhill. Um, so we were quickly got on that up, learned what we needed to do for the our university classes, yeah. um, and that was able to translate into all mm -hmm. of our other instructors, our instructors that were teaching, and w you know gave us a platform to pivot to. Keep going. Because yeah. otherwise, we wouldn't have you know. I, uh, that, we, they, were the, they were the early warning. But signs. we like hit the ground running. Like I was, I was like, okay, I, we just signed this damn lease. We yeah. are. Not, this is not going to go down right. Like this, we just no, went. It's not surrender. And we're we, not did, surrender. Exactly. No we did everything. No I I not wrote like two hundred handwritten notes to all of our students mm -hmm. and mailed them out just to like send them support and love. We we just like we shifted to to teaching huge classes at the park. And then we were, once we were able to open a little, we opened and we stayed open because we have like three walls in our space because it's a loading dock. I mean, we just- We got kicked we, out of the park because we, we had, had too, too many, many people. people in the park. <laughs> so they came and kicked us out. They actually followed our Instagram feed they and Stocking. stalked us and we're like you guys can't come over here and we're like what about these basketball players right here man <laughs> they got they over here smoking weed and 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 with 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 40s and boom boxes and shit and they can play basketball they're like we can't go and mess with them you came and talked to us we got, well, the, the we got eight year olds we were got teaching kids, kids <laughs> so and, and and middle-aged folk you know what i mean like we're like oh yo we're doing the best we can for the community yeah. we have here and and, uh, and it's so funny now, right? Yeah. That's exactly what people needed to do to yeah. stay healthy it is. and yeah. to keep. It is. And also, just I cannot well. tell you how many people came to us and said, and this really is for me the most important thing. Thank you for doing everything that you could do to mm. stay open and to survive because you helped me mm. stay like mentally sane. I. You, 
the classes, the connection online in different, mm -hmm. in, in different ways really made all the difference because people really suffered through that loneliness. And, you know, we were lucky we have a strong community. And it also allowed us to invest in other things, learn a little bit more about TACFIT, mm -hmm. right? Get involved with Steel Mace. Mm -hmm. um, start kind of constructing what we wanted our space counterbalance to be because at the time when we made that that when we made the decision to take over um, everything shut down so we couldn't like get our name we couldn't get that tax ID number like there was so much stuff on hold but that it allowed us at the same time to to build an infrastructure Do some of the foundational yeah. uh, uh, work um, do the educational work as yeah. well uh, uh, I got through my personal training license, and uh, we became started getting certified online by other by, by coaches yeah. and other modalities. So it was the folks that were that were, um, you know, motivating us, motivating and busting their butt to do everything that you would need to do, so that when this when we came out of this, we would be stronger for it. We wouldn't be behind the ball. So we came out able to be running instead of uh and i mean know, we crawling. had you know we had quebrado professor quebrado coach q and coach taylor saint para they have really helped create an infrastructure that is priceless like their energy their vibe their their intellectual curiosity their push they introduced TACFIT. you introduced TACFIT to to coach q and i remember years ago being like well this is interesting and he got really invested in it yeah and then really he went all in on all 2020 in. during the beginning yeah. of it because yeah. we didn't know what was going to happen right he yeah, went all in and yeah. then you know we, we couldn't we, have done any of yeah. this without them oh they're, for sure in, they made the difference i said uh they're like you know we we stand on some pillars and they are two of our our pillars. I shouldn't have been on the <laughs> it's table. Okay. It's okay. But I'm gonna <laughs> smash it. Sorry. No. But, but uh, uh, it yeah. is. It it has been, um, and we've been able to motivate each other. Yeah. And I think that's been another. Uh, you know, we 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 constantly pull each other back up, and yeah. and it's our communication. You know, the 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 WhatsApp group text start at like 6 30 oh lord you know what i mean and they ping pong back and forth back until and late forth at night until until late at night and that's what it takes that's what you you know and you I, gotta I, have that kind of communication i have to say that for for me the the biggest victory is yes we built the gym where it's we, we built it from from being students of mestre bonecos and like having that vibe and energy learning so much from him building that up and then having students and trainers that are with us that are better than us. Mm -hmm. Like for me, that's the biggest victory. Right. It's not me being, I don't, there's nothing, there's no cult of personality here. It's not about Sean and Jessica, Pavon and Chagado. I do it's not about, have enough time to learn everything. I, <laughs> I, it's I, about I counterbalance, so. it's about the team. Yeah, the team. Like I feel like that is so important because when we step away, we want this to thrive, the energy, the vibe, the community to sustain itself. The training to be great, the people coming up from uh, from uh, from our teaching and learning and and growing that same vibe. I think that makes the difference. Um, the programming and the people yeah. need to be there for that that program, um, and we get a chance to develop this program, um, but we want to stay away from that sort of personality. Uh, um, uh, that that oh, I only come to his class, that, or I only or, yeah, come to her cult, class. That cult of personality no. idea. Um, if we are going to grow and become uh, something more than counterbalance or multiply counterbalance, then that's something that needs to be able to be 
um, scaled up, mm-hmm. and it's that program, that that community vibe, and that 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 culture, that culture that, mm-hmm. that, culture, that is yeah. scalable. Because you can't, I can't multiply Pavon. I can't, I can't put her in in a billion places or or Quebrado. So it has to be, it has to be about that. And and as long as we can keep that on the forefront, then we'll I feel like we really, I mean, right now it's it's slowly growing. It's 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 on a nice little pace. Um, I I really am thankful to to the introduction of TACFIT because it gave us it gave us a modality 100%. that really yeah. locked in with capoeira like so much about working with the steel mace and the club bells and the body weight stuff you know like all of that it's 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 true functional fitness and it really locks into our our work with capoeira and also our coach who teaches kaju kempo and muay thai like um sigun jose ortega he's great he also kind of vibes with that and we're just the flow fit has been like priceless for me so i really this it's all about counterbalancing your practice right mm-hmm. your mindful mindfulness in your training mindfulness in the way that we program and try to keep that that base level and also, you know, when you work with kids, you have to have all these things kind of in, maybe they're not doing tack fit yet, <laughs> right? Little baby club bells, but um, they're but definitely- the, It's the concepts, right? Right. It's like the learning, how you learn, exactly. simple, compound, yeah. complex, yeah. breaking wanna, things down. Like you might remember when you guys are showing uh, the uh, handstands, right? Like level one, level two, right? Like right. progressions, regressions. Right, whether you're static, and having fluid, everything, dynamic, yeah. you can- Right, right. Yeah. That's a, it's a different way of approaching that with the, with the Viking Ninja, but same, mm-hmm. same thing, right? The yeah. same thing. 100%. To I, learn, I, right? I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Sigun Jose also. Uh, Jose Ortega has been part of our community uh, since the beginning. Since, mm. uh, the, since, since the days at XTC. Since the days <laughs> when XTC, we didn't wow. have counterfeit. Remember XTC? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Since yeah, the days yeah. we didn't have uh, counterbalance when we were at XTC yeah. across the street. Um, and, wow. Uh, and, yeah. his, that long, huh? and his program is incredible. He's an incredible instructor. Uh, he has, has been working and promoting uh kaju kempo uh throughout he goes to fights his kids train uh they come back with medals they are they are a a huge huge part of our of our of our family over there again it's uh, got it's the team like if you don't have absolutely and again he's someone that we could not have done this without as well i mean your space is beautiful you guys are all in all in i mean the the (laughs) the 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 pandemic was uh was a test right and yeah. like either you're like it's just a job or like you're in it for the money or you really you're all in you're all in with this thing it was i think yeah. it was a test for all of us you know Heck yeah. yeah what I do mean, you stand for what do you what are you about yeah, yeah. what is, perseverance do you believe in this you know yeah. do you, do you believe, really in believe in this is this going to take you to the next uh, uh level in your life in yeah your, in your career yeah yeah, yeah. and i remember too like you know it's like well, yes, I'm, we're talking about the students, but like my 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 sanity, <laughs> like I need I need yeah. these guys, you know. What am I gonna do? I remember at the beginning I had Alshonda here, and uh, you know we didn't have the Zoom thing yet, you know. But Quebrado, he kind of we he came in right away. We talked about stuff, and we things move fast right right away. But we just did Facebook Live. I remember the first week or the first couple of days, you know, because I teach a like, new class. What so are you we, doing? And we just you know we yeah. didn't you know jujitsu. How can you do it on? On, on, it's really hard. on on video, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we just had a guitar, he's like playing. We just we just you know, we're just hanging out with everybody and everybody dialed in and we're just hanging out because all of us were like, You're you have to stay at home. Yeah. I mean what were you supposed it, to do? It's such a blur. It's such a uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I was like, I was like, I was like they're, they're, we're hanging out with our new class, you know, <laughs> we're just playing the guitar and just hanging out. Or we would sit it's down jiu jitsu philosophy. 
we would sit down for our, you know, we would set up our Zoom or whatever for our class, and then we'd figure out what we were going to do, whatever. And then, boom, you got all the people yeah, on there, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you're doing a thing, and you're Hanging like, out, oh, man, talking, I love yeah. you guys. Thanks for showing <laughs> we up. did, like, Zoom party. It's crazy. Zoom, right? And then everybody's like, okay, bye. We'll see you next class. Click. And then oh, crickets yeah. for the next hours and wow. hours. You're like, because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. You're like, it just, be, it was... Man, you know, there was, so, there was, was a, there was a surreal moment with me. You know, you, do you guys meet Alashande? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we were, you know, he was he was staying up here, too, at the in the apartment before. And, you know, the street's really busy, Victory Boulevard here in Burbank. And we sat down on the curb. And usually you can't sit on the curb because there's so many cars. <laughs> and uh, Martino's across the street. It was oh, it was open, so we went and got a little espresso. And we just like you couldn't sit inside. Or uh, maybe you could at the time. You know, they changed things, yeah. right? Yeah. But we sat on the curb, and there was no cars in the street. It was like the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. It's like it a, was like so busy. And yeah, and we're just looking at each other. We're just like you know, we're keeping the routine. Yeah, we're keeping the routine. Mm-hmm. And so you know, we have we have, our, we have our espresso. Yeah, we're at eleven o'clock. You know, have four class. You know, and we're just looking around like, man, this is crazy. You know, we just kind of took a snapshot in the, in our memories. You know, and yeah. just yeah. us us sitting together on the curb. Yeah. And just no cars in the street, like no cars in the street on the one of the busiest streets. It's surreal. It's and surreal. like, what's gonna I, happen? What's gonna happen? Yeah, what's next? I was in our gym with after you know because we were the only ones that were allowed to come in there. We had already signed the lease, <laughs> you know. So we had some Zoom classes that were online. We were like, well, we might as well go to the gym and teach. We don't have to be at home. And I was in there. I'm in. I'm like. I'm just painting a wall. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, what else can I do mm, exactly, in this yeah. downtime? Right, like, I'm right, trying right. to make So you don't some, lose your mind, so right? So you don't lose, yeah, yeah. And I'm, you stay and I'm somebody that has to be making something all the time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I think I was in there, like, doing Rubik's Cubes and painting walls. <laughs> he, he loves He can do like, it, like, in like, two minutes. He's, like, like I gotta a figure out super nerd. <laughs> He's a super science nerd over here. So I was trying to figure out something to do. Uh, I got to stay busy. But, you know, and the interesting thing is, you know, he does that, the... For 20 years, he um, his other his other life. He's an actor, and so he's been acting since he was like 12 years old. Done a bunch of different little things, um, and a big thing coming out soon. Uh, <laughs> That's true. But uh, <laughs> he does this tour every every summer, right? Yeah, we were colleges. talking about that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We talked about it the that the team team up, you know. At the team up, yeah. Yeah, attack the team up. It is. Um, it's so been, you guys hosted at at uh, Eagle Rock at. Uh, Couple uh, counterbalance. It was amazing. It's, it's been almost around in my life since um, <laughs> since uh, uh, Capoeira. It has been uh, work with a company called Playfair, and, Playfair, and right. uh, we do giant freshman orientation shows. So they are it's a one person show. You'll go out to a, a college uh, or university, and uh, you prepare a group of students that are the upperclassmen. They're like the RAs or the the orientation leaders, and they will help you as assistants. And then, um, then all of the, the uh, first year students or freshmen enter the room and you get a chance to have them make friends. And that's what we are there to do. We're there to help facilitate uh, them learning about each other through giant group social games. And um, those games are non-competitive games. And so all of those games have supported the work that we've done in Capoeira as well, because just like in uh, in a in a in a in a play fair or a a a group icebreaker, mm-hmm. you're constantly working these games that don't have points. So just like Capoeira doesn't have 
points. We don't have a, a scoreboard. Well, there are competitions that have points. Right, there right, there right, are competitions. Right. But if but you're playing to, capoeira in a hoda, just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a not, different thing. Yeah. It's yeah. a different thing. So um, it is more like a game of hide and seek or tag or um, uh, these these uh, rock, paper, scissors. Uh, something always beats something else. These are these are games that um, that we play together. As, I just as love as telling my kids, I'm the best at paper, rock, scissors. Yeah, you know, nobody can beat me. You just just to mess with them, you know? Of rock, paper, but you, you know, he did this show on Zoom. <laughs> so That's me. what I was going to say. Oh, wow. Like, we did. We did. Uh, it, full with like hundreds of people online because yeah. the schools still have. And you go to different colleges, universities. You were explaining to me yep. when we had the team up. And, uh, and uh, yeah, you basically do these icebreaker things to have people become become closer and be you know become more have more friends right have more friends because when they have friends when they know people their amount of their their um ability to stay in school, school. increases by like 70 percent once they have a cohort that they come in with yeah. so it is it is uh uh just essential wow. for people especially because they're freshmen. They've just been in high school, mm -hmm. and now they've been living with their folks or, mm -hmm. or, or whoever for their their whole lives. Mm -hmm. And the, um, for most of them, this is their first time. They're stepping out. They're getting new roommates. They're they're learning how to live on their own. Yeah. A lot is going on. The the pressure is is super heavy. Um, so uh, the building a a a quick community of friends is a way to help release that pressure and allow some different anchors to take place. And that's what they need. They need, um, especially in the beginning, with so much happening, uh, Especially now with like a, the mental health, there's a lot of mental health concerns across the country, I mean, around the world, but right. I feel like in the United States, we're hitting kind of an epidemic, a lot of like depression and loneliness and, you know. Playfair so. has been around for, um, I think 40 years. So a lot of people that are listening it's to this podcast. It's not the first. Yeah, it's not the first. It, yeah. You may Sign remember this. This is important, right? Yeah. This is, this is you come right out of your uh, uh, matriculation ceremony and <laughs> you come right into this show. And, and, uh, and that's us. There's about 30 of us uh, active right now that are out doing college. We probably do about 600 colleges a year. Wow. 70% yeah. year rate is improved by 70%. If, uh, if you come in with a group of, with a cohort, mm -hmm. meaning like, like a you friend, you have a friend, you, you meet, some you connect with friends. someone, you know what I mean? We, we, we have to get, um, you connect with someone, one person, right? It is all that it takes. It, right? it can, one friend. it can, yeah. it can be, it can be one person. It's just really it can be your first college buddy. And, and that's a game we play, but it, it can be just one person. What's one of the game? What are some of the games you play? We do do a large version of ultimate rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Uh, that's probably the most like climactic moment of the show. Um, there is, and that's you playing rock, paper, scissors. Then the person that you beat, they become your biggest fan, oh, like okay. the captain of your fan club. So they cheer you so on they as start you go to cheering someone else. You on. So you keep beating people larger in, in, in a larger and larger number, and you get a larger and larger entourage of like screaming fans until you have these last two. Ah. And now this can, now we're talking about. This can be done with like fifty people or five thousand people. So our our large wow. large shows, uh, my largest show. That's an epic moment, huh? When you have like it's huge. Yeah, five, I think two thousand five hundred people maybe, yeah. thousands of people cheering for yeah, you. Yeah, twenty five hundred is a good size show. University of Texas at Austin. Five thousand is my is is where I uh, probably max out at. That's like Texas State um, uh, and Baylor, Baylor University. Mm. 
uh, is uh, that's another five thousand group huge. show. Yeah. It's but fun. he's like in a stadium, you know, with yeah. the DJ and. <laughs> it's not like a small. No, it's not small. No, but the it cool can thing be is small. It can be. It can these be games people. have really like he's translated so many of these games in our training. Mm. What they a, are improv theater games, um, mostly. So uh, they are compatible with Capoeira in in a way that um, other games just are. Uh, you know, you find lacking. Capoeira is improvisational. It is a. A movement language. Mm. So, when you're looking for uh, uh, games to translate into capoeira, it is something like an improvisational theater game that can really be the link that a lot of people need. And capoeira attracts a lot of people that have um, that uh, are looking for that connection. sort of connection. Yeah. And uh, we found that those work like they're like like magic spells like you can it's all about that connection right <laughs> it's yeah. all about that connection human yeah. connection move connect transform that's what our master says yeah, not on the phone connection facebook friends no. but <laughs> yeah, no, no. real that like human connection oh gee yeah that, that, that's, that's why, why that's why you know <laughs> continuity we, we, we really wanted to do that TACFIT team up because we're like the TACFIT community is so rich so many different people there's so much to share mm. having you there having isik there that really was that was, uh, that was super special. Super special. Yeah. We got such great feedback. People just were, like, you know, of course, next time we're a perfectionist, but, you know, there's so many things that we can change and do, do more of. We want to have um, more opportunities to connect with, with that, the TACFIT community. But it was, it was c kind of bringing the vibe that we do for Capoeira and mm -hmm. try, to, try to bring that kind of encompass it into the, the TACFIT vibe, which is so mindful. And you so know, in Capoeira, we have uh, bachizados. And that is our time to invite other guests for them to teach workshops, workshops for new students to take workshops and commute and hang out and talk to other uh, other people from other groups and yeah. other and other masters, other teachers. So um, uh, that is that vibe she's talking about. That. Uh, essence that we wanted to kind yeah, of yeah, uh, do with, with, you know, the, with the team. Up. For jiu-jitsu, it's like tournaments. You see yeah. your old friends from you know, 20, 30, you know. It's like a come together or you come, you, yeah. you know, everybody comes together for these, these events. Or seminars that you yeah. guys or do. Or like Thai, it's like the fights, right? The fights, you, right? you support yeah. your guys. Yeah. And then for, yeah, I, yeah. and then for TACFIT, for me, it's always been like those certifications because mm -hmm. people come together. Mm -hmm. It's like high, high, more high pressure, you know? Yeah. Uh, you learn so much and we're excited about hosting our first yeah, certification first. at Counterbalance. Or yeah, Steel yeah. Mace, right? Yeah, I can't like wait to see the whole room swinging 360s. I'm looking forward room. to being there. Yeah, yeah and seeing that. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. That's going to be amazing. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> I, I, you know, we've really fallen in love with, with the Steel Mace kind of. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's really helped me a lot. The, the, the tool by itself is, is, is so. Um, you it's guys so have unique. definitely gravitated towards the steel mace, right? You get like all the other stuff, club bells and everything else. But, but I just yeah. told Taylor, I got to say that I, I, you know, Taylor trains trains me. I really want to get more intimate with the club bells mm -hmm. because the club bells are so um, such an amazing tool. Mm -hmm. And I just I use them when I train tack fit, mm -hmm. but I don't. I'm not as as intimate. I, with I them. see those two as really like heads and tails mm -hmm. because if you're looking for a closed chain exercise exactly, yeah. you have that you have that steel mace if mm -hmm. you're looking for an open chain exercise you have those club bells and mm -hmm. i think that that by itself if you can consider that then that makes those two instruments uh uh just connect with each other mm -hmm. you you should have um you, you know be uh um, working towards getting better with both of those because they are they they are 
developing different pathways in your brain, but that those pathways are sharing those same links. And um, that closed chain versus open chain, having both of those and knowing that you can turn to one or turn to the other is, is awesome. That's, I, I, I do feel like it's like the other side of the coin. And I just really, I, I vibe with that kill your ego thing, you know, because the, the mace is, is humbling. I like what Issa said about uh, controlling the chaos. Like you are, you are trying to control the chaos, both with the, both with the mace, the steel mace, and with the club bells. It can't get away from you. You've got to, you've got to get it back down to control order. Control the chaos. And yeah. and that's just a, that that always stuck in my mind. I'm like that's a good, that's a great quote right there. When you're swinging these these uh, these instruments, it's it's really trying to take you out of your 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 structure, and you. Fighting against that is uh, what makes you stronger. Yeah, it's what's for awesome. Sure. Mm-hmm. And that's so helpful for capoeira. So helpful. So helpful. How have you seen tack fit and, and the principles in these things uh, improve? Maybe your your you know your health, your body, uh, and then your students. Well, for me, great question. Um, like the shoulder girdle strength. So much of my upper body strength have, has has been cultivated with that steel mace and just mm-hmm. having. Uh, and you know, working that that core stability, also identifying those places that I have lacks mm. that I need to improve. Um, the flow Maybe fit, some restrictions exactly. in your body. Uh-huh. The flow fit has really helped. You know, as, as we get older, we struggle with we all struggle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I've, I've been struggling with knees a lot this year, mm-hmm. sciatica. But the knees really kind of took me out of my out of my capoeira flow. Mm. Um, flow fit helps a lot. Mm. that kind of like getting into that space of just flowing for 20 minutes and um, identifying those those limitations and breathing through them it's just hanging been, out there getting yeah. getting your body mind, mind body connection right in those 100%. areas the mindfulness sure. of it you know just and and that it's it's recovery based so mm. i think you know when we all started training what well, we started training 25 years ago the exercise science was different and you know of course it's all about hardcore just go hard 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 is better you know and then you know as we get older we're like hold on a second i this is a marathon not a race at least for me and i want to be practicing i want this practice to last my entire life Mm -hmm. so the flow fit and the tack fit has really helped to rein me in like okay let's Let's find where you're where you're lacking. Let's develop it. Let's cultivate it. Let's let's work it. And also, just like the mobility, the interflow mm-hmm. is like fundamental. It makes a difference for me. It really does. Um, uh, my story is a little is uh, I was coming off of a uh, hip replacement. Hip replacement. A full hip replacement on my left side. <laughs> yeah. Um, in. Even before that, in 2012, uh, I had um, bone spurs on my on my hip as well, and on, on my the other on side. My others, on my other. It's a lot of a lot of landing those jumps, right? So that's where I'm going to go <laughs> to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that a lot I of started, overuse, I, right? <laughs> I started using I started um, acrobatics when I was nine years old, mm. uh, nine ten years old. Um, uh, I was flipping uh, gymnastics. Through, uh, Not always on mats, right? You know, concrete. Concrete. Yeah. I mean, mats until I was like, I don't know, fifteen, and then then I already could front. I, I was with. I had like a group of friends in high school. Mm-hmm. We would flip off walls. We'd run through the. We'd run through our our, our school. Flip off benches. 
right? Trying to impress girls, trying to do, we're trying to bust moves off a thing. Um, and then uh, uh, my first martial art was Muay Thai. My, uh, I had an uncle that came back from the Marines mm. and, uh, and was just gung-ho. Muay Thai, Muay Thai, Muay Thai, that's all we did. Um, so I didn't find Capoeira until I was 19. But from like, like young age, from like nine till I was, um, I still fought Muay Thai till I was like twenty three. Mm. Um, so I had. You were telling us that Muay Thai story. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, man. So I had, I had like the a, guy what was the guy who wanted to pay you like <laughs> yeah. was like what, what oh, was, was this story? Oh, no, the the Burbank. The, it was here here Burbank in L A. Oh, this guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a, yeah it was supposed to be a smoker fight. Uh, <laughs> I went here at the Burbank Hilton at the hand of his hat. Uh, <laughs> And uh, yeah, he was. <laughs> there's no such thing as a, a, a you know, He's like, an exhibition. exhibition. Yeah, that's what it was supposed to be. <laughs> when um, the, the the bell goes, you're. And he didn't really want to do it. He was like your friend, right? He was. Like, he was a. He was a. He was an acquaintance. I okay, mean, he okay, was okay. kind of like a guy that popped in and popped out of class. And I was like, I could definitely whoop this dude. So, uh, Hakeem, if you're listening to, me, <laughs> I'll whoop you again, bro. No, but listen. Uh, so, uh, and I was like, yeah, for sure, I'll do that. Why not? <laughs> Why not? It was Let's a go. smoker in the, he invited you or who? And he the, invited me, yeah. Okay, okay. It was one of those like things Like super where, last minute. It was okay. one of those things where like they can't fill out the card, right? There's like they, no pay, it's just, you know, yeah. for the- No, they, for, they, they, paid. they paid. They paid, they paid. Okay, okay. Yeah, they did. Um, and uh, get it there- It wasn't and, a know, lot, but they paid. Yeah, it was like- <laughs> yeah. 50 bucks. Like, no, it was like 400, actually. 400 bucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, like somebody 400 bucks, absolutely. I was like, okay, cool. How much? All right, let's go. Uh, so no yeah, training, we just, just <laughs> no <you know>. zero. <laughs> no, I mean we, yeah, because I had this was I was already in the I was already just training Capoeira. Um, yeah, you were like twenty six or something. Yeah. Twenty six. Um, yeah. I was a. Uh, I uh, had a different fight at um, uh, it was uh, called Superbox in downtown, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Crew Voot uh, was uh, uh, was running Superbox. That was before this, so that was like around when I was like twenty two, twenty three. So oh my god. Downtown must have been amazing then. <laughs> oh, oh, that was I like mean, thirty yeah, years ago. Yeah, downtown years. was downtown was on was scary, was full of full of heroin. That that's what <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible was place like, to be at that point. <laughs> uh, no, but um, uh, so I had a bunch of of you know, uh, uh, maladaptations, right? Um, lots of impact and overuse, so, right? Overuse. Uh, when I started doing Capoeira, there was lots of, um, I was already acrobatic, so I, I just went more acrobatic. We just, mm. now we started twisting, now we started doing performances everywhere on, you know, at the school, down the street, in a parade, Auditions, at an audition. It was, uh, it was just, Not enough you know, warm up. Nonstop, so, um, yeah. you know. Not properly just, warming up, you right? You just wear those, yeah, you wear out that. Like that, when nobody know it, like, man, how about some interflow, right? I'm getting, yeah. uh, getting all those, None putting all those oh, things no. online. I mean, you were, like why? Did, once once you start doing it, you're like why doesn't everybody train like why this? Why doesn't everybody right? train like that? Right, right. Yeah, it's, there's. We're I mean, releasing tension after you train, after you do all those all those uh, crazy holdas, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the compensation was nothing was like a beer. You know what I mean? Like people did not that's like people were not like pretty much. Yeah, turn, off, turn off that 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 nervous system, right? Yeah. You know, that's that's what it was back then. So, um, so once the once I was. Uh, got into the steel mace. I did. I needed something that was. I needed to do my rehab. I needed to do squats, lunges, uh, 
uh, lateral lunges. I needed to do all of those different moving patterns, regular like rehab things. Um, but I'm also trying to get back into my own workout, my own um, uh, what I'm used to. My, mm-hmm. So the the spinning and that circular strength, the working through that that uh, um, the, those patterns mm-hmm. while doing those squats and lunges and mm-hmm. having an off balance weight mm-hmm. forced me to try to uh, recenter myself. Um, even with a because of course, something like a like a, a hip surgery like this, you're gonna feel like you were all the way off on one mm-hmm. side. So the feedback is what I think is the most um, uh, unique part about those instruments. Because you are because you're using this centrifugal force and you are um, and you are you're working either this closed chain or this or this um, open chain exercise, the feedback that your your nervous system is getting, was just much more clear than anything with a dumbbell or a, or a, or a kettlebell or something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so for it's me, cha- it was cha- very challenging, right? On all different levels. Yeah. That, that level of feedback of, of, of knowing which side I needed to press more on or, or, um, or, or where I was weak. And like you're saying, like some of the weaknesses that you developed, all of those, yeah. all of those acrobatics, you know, most acrobats, will do everything on one side. Mm. Um, we in Capoeira will try to do everything on both sides, but that's not you what fav- you always you've always side. Your been, go-tos are gonna be still. But you've always side. been good on both sides. Like that's been like your claim to fame. The, the well, it was, it was, you, it was, it was tri- I was trying to, to compensate because I know I have a good side, but if I work some of my bad side, then I can, I can try to equalize them. Yeah. But if I'm at an audition or whatever, I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna for sure do my good Best side. side yeah. If I'm playing someone in a Honda, I'll try my other side. Yeah. So it's a subconscious thing. It's it's your it's your neuromuscular patterns. You know what you know. You're right-handed. You're left-handed. It's just natural. And I think our students have seen our own transformation mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. the through the use of TacFit and through the use of of. Uh, like in Ninja Steel Mace, through the Interflow, through the Flow Fit, they've kind of, we've tried to lead by example. They see Coach Q, they see Coach Taylor, they see us, and they're like, okay, it's working for them. They're, our, they're the leadership. So we are lucky that a lot of the people that train Capoeira are now cross-training TACFIT, mm-hmm. right? And then we're bringing new people in that are not Capoeiristas, that don't do you know any any other martial arts with us, but are finding TACFIT as well to mm-hmm. kind of complement their training and, and, and spark their recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, hope that we, I hope that when people see us or view us, um, that they do know that we've gone through this path because yeah. if you are watching clear, you know, closely, and if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> you know that I have a full hip replacement on my left side. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. so if you see me do what I'm doing on a daily basis in my class, then you should know that you can get over whatever it is that you need to get over and that you can use some of these tools to help you get there. Straight up. Well said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, check it out. Look at the look. Yeah. Since yeah. and and. I don't do a whole bunch of videos of myself, but still, yeah. there are some out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some. Yeah. I mean, for like, Takfit makes you better at everything, right? It's yeah. capoeira, jujitsu. I mean, yeah. if you don't do any martial arts, just that life, right? Yeah. And so it's nice to kind of, even if they don't do come in for capoeira, like maybe they start doing Takfit and they're like, oh, I want to try this 
There's a lot of cross pollination. Like you guys oh, yeah. got yeah. Isik doing some cup oh weather, right? That was amazing. <laughs> like, that was amazing. <laughs> you know it. It's in here. It's in there. It's, come on, dog. You got me. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's been a blessing. We're super lucky people. I, I feel so thankful. We're lucky because we get yeah. to do what we love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when that's that's, that's it. when it's that's it. you know, it's never a day of work when you're doing what you love. Something yeah, and yeah. then we see you know, we try to surround like ourselves by with people that have that are like minded, you know. And you've been such an inspiration to us just kinda to see what you've built here at 100%. Legacy and how you've taken you really took things by the you know took charge of TACFIT and and made it more viable and and I think that that for us that's really like for me I I love to see people around me succeed because it inspires me it motivates me you know I I we follow our teacher Mestre Bunaco and then we follow examples in the community like it's so important to have someone like you so close by that you know you can look Look how Alberto's doing that. Did you see that? Did you see what he just posted? Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. For us, it's not about hate or competition. That There's no place for that. None of us are going to sur- win if we're like that. We don't have to have that. We can't have that mindset. The mindset needs to be, how can we support and grow together? Because if we can't support and grow together, no one's going to win. Or one guy is going to win, and then he's going to fall off because some something crappy is going to happen because of that energy that you put into the universe yeah. so we 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 want to support each other other couple schools other tactfit schools other legacies you know there's enough for everybody if you do a good job exactly right? thank you, you do the right things you know, that's and right just know like stand on your that's own two right. feet and just be worried about like growing what you have and, and helping those around you i think that really kind of this is a city of millions right and there's 10 million you know, right millions, 10 million people and right so uh if there are enough of us doing, doing the doing the right work, yeah. then uh, then we can spread all of our, uh, we we can spread health and well and wellness to a lot of people. Yeah, health and wellness. Yeah, well said. Well, thank you guys for Thanks you know for thank you guys us. for your professionalism, your you know all the work that you guys have been doing, uh, building community, helping people with their with everything right with their lives with with their health and wellness. I love seeing you guys. Involved in in TACFIT and in all the the Viking Ninja and it's just it's it's, it's amazing from that first blessing. that first workshop that Scott Sonnen did I, right that breathing you know, workshop the breathing like, workshop oh no I'm not good at breathing <laughs> I gotta work on it I was like I didn't know there was so many ways to breathe <laughs> it's like yo it's been such a blessing thank you so much but having super talented people like you guys you know and just in in this it's it's a really big blessing for me and you know I love you guys you guys are amazing people and uh, really grateful. For thank your you for friendship. Being such a, a a driving force. A driving force. Thank you, um, and and you've actually been a a picture of like humility to mm-hmm. us too. Like yeah. it is um, seeing how you how you Navigate, organize yeah. and and come into class and and the respect of everyone around you. Just you're you're an inspiration, man. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm.